Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Third and Twenty Dynasty Podcast. I'm JT, joined by Frank and Lunas. Uh, no Jake today; he is out uh, with hamstring work. injury. Stuff yeah, hamstring out injury. Yeah, no Jake. Yeah. But we are one week, week and a half away from the draft. We're in NHL playoffs. I got my blue lights for the Rangers because they're one no. Uh, also NBA playoffs. But yeah, let, let, refocusing us back on Dynasty. Um, the Rangers, not the Rangers, <laughs> the 49ers are looking to trade Trey Lance. We're going to do a mock draft later in the episode, a live mock draft. Um, so if you're interested in joining the live mock draft, I think Frank's going to throw it in chat, the the sleeper. Yeah, yeah, throw it in. A, just say you're interested in chat. I'll throw in the link. Yeah. But yeah, Trey Lance. Um, Trey Lance. 49ers are fielding calls on Trey Lance. Um, looking like teams are interested in trading for him. Um, I've seen smoke screens about the Texans. The the Falcons are another team potentially interested in trading for Trey Lance. It looks like the reporters are saying it basically comes down to price. I mean, the 49ers did just trade essentially three first to get Trey Lance. Um, obviously, I don't think at this point they're going to get that back now, but I'm sure they're not going to want to part with him for particularly cheap. Uh, especially what do you guys think Valley was at this point? I don't know, because like Brock Purdy's still hurt <laughs> like they don't have like they, they might not have a quarterback to start the season if they trade him and they're i you guess know, Sam Darnold, I mean, the report but, the report was it's like it's not necessarily san francisco making the calls it's that they've just been fielding them yeah i mean if they get it still has to be at least a first right is it i just think this For is once again one of those scenarios where it's a lot closer to lunas from like an nfl perspective teams see the obvious yo you y'all have too many quarterbacks here you know they can't all play will you sell them we'll give you a first i think for the the 49ers to actually make the move it's gonna have to be a, a nice package of picks which I, I i honestly don't think is going to happen in the short term because nfl teams are probably not willing to invest what is needed on a guy who just hasn't really shown anything in in the league yet. Like, you're going to give up multiple firsts for him at this point? There's no way they get multiple firsts. It was maybe a late first, but, like, I don't think you're getting it. Eh, I just, like, if we go back to, like, I'll pull up recent trades of NFL quarterbacks. Can I do – is there – NFL quarterback trade history because that would be easy if I could do it that way. But like the players, I, well, you have to remember some of the context around these trades too, though, because I, I think even so with Dynasty, but in the NFL as well, the quarterback market is if a team is coming to you getting the quarterback, right, and and, and the seller has the leverage, they go for astronomical prices. I we saw Sam Bradford when Sam Bradford was basically a confirmed scrub go for a first round pick in training camp because whoever's team starter got hurt and they're like, shit, we need Sam Bradford. Like, yeah. Send you a first. Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. The price of the, yeah, and I, mean, I think it's going to take something at least it's not just one first, unless it's a high end first for Trey Lance. There's no way. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going back to recent history. Matt Ryan was a third round pick. Uh, he was traded for. Carson Wentz was a second and a third round pick or two third round picks. Um, 
going back even further. Sam Darnold was a second and a fourth and a sixth. All those scenarios as well were those teams trying to sell that quarterback. That was not like, fuck yeah, we want Matt Ryan desperately. Like, yeah, they wanted him, but it was not like a Deshaun Watson deal where they're like in a bidding war. Yeah. Carson Wentz was a first and a third. It was the conditional first. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think, I mean, just going back and looking at all these different trades, like, I think Trey Lance has to be a first round pick. I mean, I, I objectively, I think he's a better prospect than Josh Rosen was. And Josh Rosen got traded for a second and a fifth. Um, it's probably most similar to that Carson Wentz scenario because was that was when the Eagles had, yeah, when they had two quarterbacks. Apparently, Purdy has the edge. It's just that injury throws the whole quirk in it. Like, are they really that confident mm-hmm. in Sam Darnold? And I, I mean, we can also go into like, how does this affect Sam Darnold? But let's go into Dynasty for Trey Lance first before we get into well, the. Well, all right, yeah. So stuff. I'm going to mix this with the uh, trades we're doing. Have you checked your inbox, Frank? I did check my inbox. That was an interesting <laughs> trade. There, there's a lot more context to it than Trey Lance, but I did send Frank an offer for Trey Lance. I also, in the second, third, and 20 league, sent an offer for Trey Lance as well. I sent uh, pick 114 because we're a 14-team league, so 202 in your typical 12-team league. Uh, I sent that just straight up for Trey Lance, um, but the person said that they were at work. Um, he's actually a new member to our league. Welcome, by the way. Um, so he said he was at work and he'd check on it later. But I think this is just buy opportunity for Trey Lance because I mean, what I'm hearing is NFL teams are interested in Trey Lance, whether it's the 49ers yeah. or not. It sounds like he's still going to be an NFL starter. And at that point, like, I'm going to pay for the upside of Trey Lance because it's barely a first round pick at this point. It, if a first round, like a late first. For someone that's like still going, I think he's still in like the fourth or fifth round in startup drafts. Um, if you look at that, and I think there's a lot of upside there with Trey Lance that I'm I'm willing to take the risk. I, I think it's yeah. a fine line because I'm not sure I love his price in a startup in that fourth round, but yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean in your league you're paying that price to acquire him. Mm-hmm. No, especially if you see a team. I apologize. I have to keep on getting computer problems. Yeah, Lunas, um, do, you, do you have a pair of headphones? What's, what's I, going on here? <laughs> I came back over. I don't know. It's work emails. I'm sorry. Uh, so in terms of the price you're trying to get him for, I think your best bet is if there's a team that's a contender that has him that may be looking for now, like win now pieces if they're unsure about him for next season. But I still like him overall as a buy. I think that fourth round startup price is a little bit rich. Um, I would have to like look at it again and see who's around him. Um, but I still like him as back because I do still think he's going to start a majority of the games for San Francisco this season. Like the report just came out about Brock Purdy about like even with things apparently quote going well. I remember like you made the joke in the group chat and said yeah things are going well. He might miss all of next season. Um, is it confirmed that it's a Tommy John surgery? No, he or- didn't do surgery. Um. He, he he elected not to do surgery and rehab it some different way, I believe is what happened, but it's still going to take a long time for it to recover and rehab and everything. So um, who knows when it, originally, I think reports were said that he was supposed to start throwing in July. I don't know how true that's going to end up being um, in terms of Brock Purdy's timetable. 
Now let me ask you this: if the if the Niners do trade Trey Lance, are we've all been anti Brock Purdy? Are you oh, I'm now still 100 anti Brock Purdy? What about you, Linus? Are you higher like more than the because it's I think consensus Brock Purdy's price jumps, but are you now going to be bought into Brock Purdy at that price? Assuming Lance gets no, gets- I actually think if they. I actually think if they trade Trey Lance, that is the perfect time to start. Oh, my God. That is the perfect time to trade Brock Purdy. Because um, I think people are going to now all of a sudden think that, oh, this guy's going to be the long-term San Francisco starter, um, or at least for like a few years. And I, I could easily see them replacing him. Like Again, at the end of the day, he was drafted, what, fifth, sixth round? He was Mr. Relevant, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he, he was, he was the, last the last pick of the draft. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, he was the last pick. I almost forgot. Um. I just think it, this opens up a window where you could probably get like decent draft comp back for him or a decent player if someone's just really a believer in him. Yeah, I can't. So I think that would be like the perfect sell window. I can't confidently say he's better than Sam Darnold. Like Brock Purdy, I can't confidently say Brock Purdy is better than Sam Darnold because we haven't seen Sam Darnold in that offense. And like what Brock Purdy did. For San Francisco, like, sure, the team won a bunch of games, but it wasn't, like, because of Brock Purdy that that team won a lot of games. He was strictly okay. And in, in some cases, he was worse than just okay. So I'm not going to go out and buy a quarterback that I think is just meh. If if that, like, like he might be getting replaced by Sam Darnold. That's just not a guy that I'm interested in going. Well, yeah, we can we can get into Darnold as well. Jake's Darnold prediction is slowly but surely <laughs> going to come to fruition here, where he was like, "Sam Darnold's not dead. He's he might actually be the guy to have and invest in the offense." Um, I just I don't think they're going to deal Lance, so I might take this opportunity to sell Darnold now and get tangible value for him. Sell Darnold? Well, okay. What's the pr- is Darnold? I don't know if he's really towards- worth anything. I feel like people would pay a third for him right now. Um, or he's starting to get in the conversation. Oh. He's starting to, to reach that conversation of third round. Yeah, yeah, third. If, if Lance gets dealt, then he probably goes up to a second, right? A late second? Uh, yeah. He'd be the starter for until, I guess, Bernie yeah. comes he, back. He gets into that second round value. So, yeah, maybe not later. necessarily now, but... If that deal does go through, I'm I might be willing to sell Darnold and be like and get that second round pick. Darnold is like the same price as Jacoby Brissett. They're yeah, so right now he's at an there. early third. Then this is I, mid to late. I think generally speaking, to get the player to yeah, you might have to pay a little extra. Because like, are you realistically selling Brissett if you have him for a late third? Fuck no. You're you're just like I'll keep him as my QB four. <laughs> I don't know. I have no interest in keeping Jacoby Brissett at this point. Um. All right. Anything else we want to add on the Trey Lance? Oh, let's come in now. Anything else we want to add on Trey Lance? Not really. I. Okay. It it's still it, the funny thing is is that this. The confidence has gone up on Lance, but the price is basically what it's been. It's it hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm still in on Trey Lance. I'm now looking at what's next on our agenda, and that is Allen Robinson getting traded to the Steelers, which I think a couple years ago would have been a way bigger deal. This year, kind of more teams. The Rams are just like, we'll trade you Allen Robinson for the absence of Allen Robinson. Um, so, what are your thoughts, Frank? You're the Steelers fan here. 
I I think yeah, that's more of the deal. I think it's that's how much the Rams wanted to get rid of him. It makes sense for the Steelers because if they believe that he's not washed or at least want to take the chance, they've invested nothing. Um, they they moved back like twenty or thirty spots in the seventh round, and they're only paying him like I think five or six mil. I don't really know how that specifically works. By the way, the whole like oh the Rams you you can pay part of his contract and mm-hmm. we'll pay the other. Like how the they fuck does that it. work? Um, other leagues do that. NBA, NHL. You you retain part of the salary. Now, does that part of the cap hit? Like, are the Steelers only on the books then for like a six mm-hmm. or five mil cap? Hit? Because if if we want to go back to hockey real quick, that's how the Rangers were able to get Patrick Kane, one of the best players. They made a trade. It was a three way trade where um, the Coyotes, another just random team, held part of the salary. So if the Rangers actually got Patrick Kane, they'd be like way over the salary cap and wouldn't be able to play. But they had another team just retain part of his salary that sounds like cap. it should be it's not part allowed of the, it's, but it's, it's part of your fugazi yeah it's part of your fugazi the cap is all fake it is <laughs> <laughs> because yeah i mean the the steelers needed a veteran receiver I, deontay definitely stepped up but deontay is still annoyingly inconsistent and makes these wacky mistakes where he'll like just run backwards when we have a, a first down on a big third down it's like dude what are you doing um, getting a guy that okay now I still think the Steelers draft someone they brought in a bunch of, of receivers on visits you don't have to rely on Calvin Austin to kind of come in and, and immediately play but I, for fantasy wise I'm not investing in Allen Robinson at all wasn't Joe in chat um, big on Calvin Austin yeah um, I do want to bring something up because we know the Steelers had brought in a ton of receivers on um, during the pre-draft process and I'm willing to bank that there's a good odd that there are good odds that if they spend like a day two pick on one that that receiver ends up being pretty good. If they do that, if they pick a receiver in the second or third round or let alone first, but if there's that and then this trade, Deontay Johnson signed a two year extension last summer. Do you think that this is at all related to him and maybe their confidence in being able to extend him after that? I think that's definitely part of the equation. If they do. I I think for that to happen this it would have to be a clear that this receiver is the best player on the Steelers board because in my opinion there's too many holes on the defensive line where I think we could easily draft like three defensive linemen because that's a, that is a pressing issue for the Steelers and we still need a safety we could definitely use a tackle like there's just so many other a corner we need corners as well we just need so many other pieces. It's it's okay. Yeah, if we're getting a, like a Pro Bowl level player, fine, pull the trigger. But I think it's more so for these mid round picks, right? Maybe in the third or or in the fourth round, they pick up a receiver, and now they have a solid group of five players that they really like. I think that's a much more likely scenario than oh, uh, at at that pick thirty two or in their second round pick. I think it's like forty seven they go and take a receiver. It'd have to be some, if, like maybe if Josh Downs was there at 47, that that might work. He might be there too. He probably will be. I, uh, dude, I think he goes earlier than that. I, I think he, he, he makes it off the board before pick 40. I think there's a, I'm on JT's side. I think there's a pretty good shot of him being there at 47. But back it's to Alan Robinson. 
He's he's like a late third currently on on keep trade cut. That's about where he's valued. Are either of you paying that price? Probably not. Probably not. Hmm. I, I'm selling at that price. Yeah, and then all right, let's compare. If, if I can still get a third for Allen Robinson, I'm doing that any day of the week. So he's an older player that I think a lot of people um, believe is washed. Compare him to a similar player in Adam Thielen. Which one are you doing? Head, heads up. Who would you rather have? Thielen or Allen Robinson? Thielen pretty easily. Oh, man, you're taking two players that I'm just mass offering. They're both thirds. old um, and like, kind of washed, but I'll take Thielen easily. And I think opportunity is hard to do with it. Um with the target share that he might be able to get in that offense with DJ Morgan. Yeah, so, he is about to get the one-on-one quarterback. Um, I think I would actually lean Allen Robinson there simply because, and this is, uh, this hurts to say, this hurts to say, <laughs> um, Allen Robinson is a little bit younger than you'd think. And if he, he if he has a decent season, he has leg room to stay in the league. I don't think Adam Thielen plays after this season. I think he's going to have a poor yeah. season and he's out of the league. Adam Thielen is three years older than Allen Robinson. He is. I I mean, whoever his agent is completely swindled the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think both are washed. I just think if you look at both receiving rooms, um, you're going to have Allen Robinson, who he'll be behind four other players probably in targets between Deontay Pickens, um, Fryermuth, and Najee Harris in a Kenny Pickett-led offense versus um, Carolina. Like, what's that receiving room looking like? It's him, Harris Marshall. DJ Chark. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about Chark. But, yeah, still, I think there's more room for, like, a decent target share for Thielen. That's why I lean him. I think both are washed, but I'm looking at, like, I don't know. Do you want the guy who's fifth on the team in targets on that like Pittsburgh offense? Chat's asking, what what do you value Allen Robinson at? <laughs> if I were to put an honest price tag that I would consider Allen Robinson, it would probably be in the like early fourth on draft day. It, it, I mean, it also depends on how the late third actually shapes up this year because those players are very determined by draft capital. I think in almost everyone's process because. Some drafts you'll be able to nab a guy who was drafted at the very late second or very early third round who just is the last dude on everyone's list, right? Like the D Eskridge almost. Yeah, he was a second round pick, but he was everyone's last ranked second round pick. So yeah, mm -hmm. he slipped into the third. Mm -hmm. um, if there's a player like that, I think I'd rather swing in the upside than, than Alan Robinson pretty easily. But if there's no players like that, then you're you're really throwing it up to like okay here's my fifth round rookie dart throw guy that I just happen to like this year versus Allen Robinson who like okay if if this if one Steelers receiver gets hurt now is he playable I feel like it's similar risk for points and trade off. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. I enough time i think spent <laughs> talking about alan robinson who's essentially become a meme in the dynasty community but moving on to our next segment which is tough because jake isn't here or our next part part of the news and notes jake isn't here and he's the big tua guy but tua talked about his struggles with his concussions throughout the season and how he legitimately thought about retiring like he was considering retiring 
figured that playing was the right choice for him and his family and that he's going to continue playing. Uh, but does that put any kind of a sense of panic for you guys if you have Tua, or is it kind of just he thought about I, it, he's done? Or, or I like, think a little over bit. It, we're good. I think okay. a little bit. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. This might I might sound like a complete idiot, but isn't it once you kind of already had a concussion or especially multiple, you're more susceptible to future concussions? I've heard that. I don't know. I I'm can't not, confirm. I'm not a hey, I don't know. Do I look like a brain guy? <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I've heard I'll, that, but I'm not a doctor. That may or may not be true. I, because I think I've heard it. Like, I'm the same as you, I'll, I'll check Dr. Google here while you're yeah, going. You, you um, listen to me on a weekly basis. You think I know shit about what goes <laughs> on, friends? Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I'm a um, no, what, what I'm worried about is, like, say he gets another one next season. Like, what what happens then? if he? Yeah, like, it's dicey. If, because if he's already considering it then, like if, if he gets another, I, that, that's what I'm would be kind of worried about. Like obviously, I'm happy he's staying, and you and you're happy that he's decided to come back. But if you're considering at that at the end of next season, like if he suffers a concussion in the next season or two, what kind of happens then? So I think that's where I would get worried. So, uh, VirtuaHealth.org says that. Uh, the number of your concussions you've had is a significant factor because the brain is more vulnerable to injury after sustaining a concussion. It may take significantly less force to also cause a future concussion. Then there's also the length in between your concussions, what kind of force caused concussions. There are all the, the factors. So okay, so I, yeah, so it is easier to, on me. to have another yeah. concussion once you've had multiple. Yeah. So that's, that's my concern. Yeah, he's already like a small dude. Like if he gets one or two more, if he was already considering it, I don't know. That so, that would be a word. What what is the what is the tangible oh okay, I'm slightly panicked. What does that change his price in, in Dynasty, right? So we we looked at the the startup drafts before. He was going in the mid third. I imagine that ADP is a little bit all over the place. It just averages out to the mid third. Let's keep it there. Right next to Saquon. Like how much? How much lower is he going for you? Are you like, oh shit, I'll just shop him off for Devonte Adams and say, give me the points. I'm a contender. I'll I'll get the the points somewhere else. Are you like, I'll transition him into a Javante, another like risky esque young player? Trading a starting quarterback for a wide receiver. I feel like I'm not super into but i've already thought two has been overpriced so i'm willing i'm willing to move off him for that kind of similar similar price but like i i'd go more so the route of picks or using Tua to then upgrade or downgrade into a similar what i consider to be a similar level quarterback like Tua for trey lance for example i'd do that yeah i'd I'd get whatever on top i was gonna say Mm-hmm. Tua has I was to be about worth to ask more you guys to rank even with, with who you'd rather. We are you taking Lance over Tua, Jake? He is uh, right now. Lunas? I think yeah. What's up? You're taking Lance over Tua? Uh, after that, I think so. Yeah the the concussion part scares me. Man, I just I don't um, know. I I don't think I can't go I, I that think, far. I think. I, I, here's another question. Would you rather have two or like Jared Goff? 
to it easily. I think I still lean to it, but it's like, it's a question. If if I knew, like, I don't know, because the retirement stuff, I wasn't expecting to really hear that. And that, that has to be kind of concerning. All right, Lunas is out of here. <laughs> there we go. See you, buddy. Um, Peace, Lunas. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think that's a, that's a a little bit of an overreaction to Tua because that's yeah. literally dropping him like three rounds. Yeah, no, I'd still, from a pure value standpoint, I'd rather Tua over Trey Lance. But for who I think is going to give me more fantasy points over their career, I kind of still want to work on on what I'm seeing with with Trey Lance. Um, I do think it is an overreaction at this point where it's like. He's talked about it. Obviously, if you're going to have that two or three, however many concussions he did have in the season, one of them where he was doing the fencing and everything, and he was really out of it. Obviously, that's yeah. Obviously, (laughs) obviously that's scary, and you're going to have to consider, you know, like what's going on. And your health is obviously paramount. But at the end of the day, like he's in a position to make like life changing, family changing money. Um, It kind of was a bit of a Hoax isn't the word I'm looking for. Uh, It's not typical for that to happen in today's NFL. I don't know what the correct word is for for that. Yeah, he was getting those. He was getting those slams, and the ground was really causing a lot of the concussions. Yeah, uh, it's 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 not typical for for that. Hear me out here. Hear me out here. Uh huh. And please tell me if I'm crazy, because I might be. Right? You are crazy, but uh, (laughs) I'll hear you out. I am more confident. In Tua, in this whole scenario, because of the this information came from Tua and not like the reporters, it wasn't like all of a sudden I hear Ian Rappaport Tua's considering retiring. Like, and Tua does not address the situation. Right, that would have me a lot more worried. <laughs> if it's like Tua yeah. coming out, yeah, man, I was considering retirement. Of course you were. <laughs> like. <laughs> You were getting your head smashed week in and week out. I would consider retiring too. Like, <laughs> oh wait, is Lewis still on the pod with us? But just in this, like, yeah, my connection's been I, I terrible. I don't hear this you, Lunas. I do. Yeah, do not I'm, see I'm, you I'm looking. I'm looking at Lunas on the YouTube, but he's not in here. Yeah, Lunas, you want to like leave and come back because you're not here. This is weird. I see him talking to us too. Hey, Lunas. Um. Oh, so thank you, chat. Anomaly. Anomaly is what I was looking for. That was an anomaly. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying, though, about uh, <laughs> about the beat reporters and everything. If there's like a whole hit, not, hit piece, probably isn't the right word there either, but like expose. If there's an expose on like Tua's return back and the struggles he's been to, through or whatever, then I'd be like, all right, like maybe I should be a little more concerned about Tua. But him being upfront and honest about the whole situation that has me more confident as well, I'd say. Then, um, all right, last second, let's touch on this quickly. Uh, Jalen okay. Hurts' contract extension, I don't think it does anything to his dynasty value. Highest no. paid NFL player. Congrats to Jalen. Definitely earned it. Um, yeah, I'll never forget the the his mom commented on one of you and Steve's YouTube yeah, videos. Dude. Before, before Jalen Hurts blew up. Um, so, great call by you guys because <laughs> you said he was good and he's ended up, he's ended up yeah, unfortunately, that didn't transition to me investing in him in Dynasty all too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 
win some or lose some. Um, yeah, obviously great for Jalen Hurts. I think it's just another resetting of the market. You're going to have Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Those guys get paid even more. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Lamar now too um, because in some aspects he could say he's better than Jalen Hurts in terms of like he's got the MVP, but Jalen Hurts has led a team to the Super Bowl. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Lamar gets a similar type deal. Um, yeah, I have nothing else to add about the Jalen Hurts thing, though. I think, yeah, it does right. exactly what we thought. Welcome back, Linus. Yeah, we can tell you're a fucking mess today, Linus. I do have a fan on chat. That's why my green screen is uh, blowing behind me. Um, all right, let's get this mock going, though. Okay. So, all right, let me... Oh, this I'm in the sleeper. Yeah, I don't know on. where let to me... pick. All right, am I good to pick a spot now? Yeah, sure. Hold on a second. What is going on? All right, I'm pasting the link of the mock in the chat. If you want to join, hit that link. Pick whatever spot you want. I'm going to fill in. Um, so whenever whenever we're good to go, I'll pick whatever spot remains. Lunas is picking 1-3. I kind of want to pick 1-4 because I just know whatever Lunas wants, I probably don't want. <laughs> but 1-3 is an interesting spot. You sure? Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I would join, but I have no idea who the rookies are. I mean, listen, you can if you really want to, but uh, you don't have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna copy this and put it in the uh how do I click, how do I copy the full link? Alright, I'll just do it on my phone. I'm gonna put it into the second, third, and twenty group or the third and twenty group, whichever one. So yeah, we will um uh, we'll we'll get the mock going uh, underway in a couple of minutes. I guess we'll do three rounds because that's what I've uh that's what I have selected. So I was doing my big board, I'm trying to finalize it before because so next week we're going to go through all of our big boards have it all ranked out and everything for pre-draft probably update it after the nfl draft also we will be streaming during the draft if you're interested in listening to some average at best takes about the draft players during the <laughs> draft as well as some draft day shenanigans yeah please tune in i already have my amazon it's behind me actually the first thing the i will talk about because i'm not finalized on this is the end of first round, probably from like pick eight or nine up until about pick 13 or 14, I feel like right now pre-draft, I have a lot of players extremely close in value around there. And I find it really difficult to differentiate, oh, who do I want to draft? Quentin Johnston or Zach Charbonnet? Or who do I want to draft? Josh Downs or Dalton Kincaid, right? Like, these are especially pre-draft legitimately difficult decisions that I don't really know how to rank these players. So I'm curious to hear how you guys, if you do have opinions on this this part of the draft, rank these players. Link didn't work on sleeper. Shit. Uh, wait, no, I cute. see you in here. Yeah, he's in here. Oh, well, probably... It probably um, he probably just joined from the YouTube chat, I would assume. Oh, never mind. No, it worked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm picking at 105 right now, but I feel like that's a basic area to be picking at. Maybe I move back. 
105 was the other pick I was considering picking. I've moved back no, to what, what do you guys think about this, like this late first, early second? Well, I want to tip my picks. Uh, I think it's an okay spot. I think compared to previous years, I would rather have the previous years. Uh, maybe not last year specifically. Although, I mean, I guess looking back, Chris Olave probably would have been going around there, and I'm sure you're happy with picking him there. Um, but if you go back like further into its previous drafts, like that's where you're getting like the DeAndre Swifts and Justin Herberts. That's where you're getting, and even further, a little further in that area, the T Higgins and Justin Jeffersons. Um, the one after that, that's like Devonte Smith. Um, well, it was big names going around there. Jalen Waddle was going around. Yeah, Jalen Waddle was around that 109. Um, well, I, I mean, yeah, 2021 and 2020 were fantastic classes. 2021, I don't think the early second was as good, though. Because um, you, I mean, not saying it was bad, because like Elijah Moore, Rondo Moore were right around there. Yeah. Then Trey you had like Sermon. Trey Sermon and Michael Carter. And... Yeah, Michael Carter. Like, I, I think that this draft, I'd, I'd take that sec. I, obviously, hindsight is 2020, but. This second round, I think, is better than that second round. At least the the beginning part. Yeah, it might. It, I don't know because those those were receivers that I was like high on, like Rondell Moore, um, Rashad Bateman was sometimes slipping into yeah, the but beginning of the second. I think I think it's um, what's his name? Josh Downs is just as good of a prospect as Rondell Moore, if not better. I think his floor scenario is literally being what Rondell Moore was in that draft class. And I think there's a lot more reasons why the consensus would be in on Josh Downs compared to Rondell Moore, right? Rondell Moore was kind of a quirky prospect, you know, just didn't have a vertical element in his game that much. Whereas Josh Downs, I mean, he's used all over the field. He, he was kind of a production monster. Um, what do yeah, y'all think of the fair. negative press Stroud has been getting the last few days? Slide possible? I think smoke screen. <laughs> I, 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 I I've seen, I've seen it. But... <laughs> <laughs> this guy is awesome. Uh, I, so wait, first <laughs> focusing on Stroud. Um, I think smoke screens. Uh, I think teams trying to cool off from potentially moving up with the Texans, uh, you know, trying to convince Texans not to take Stroud potentially. Um, Cause I think uh, as far as like, we're considering like Stroud versus Zach Wilson, for example, I'd much rather have CJ Stroud. But if we're comparing Stroud to like his predecessor, at, uh, Justin Fields, I don't know. I think I might rather just have Justin Fields than CJ Stroud. Like Justin Fields knowing him as right now, or not knowing Justin Fields as right now, Justin Fields coming out. Yeah, okay. I like Stroud. Um, I, then, I don't know. I think I think there is a potential that Stroud could slide a little bit, but I don't really care all that much. I will say it was weird that the one thing I find weird is that he signed up or said he was going to do the Man- the Manning camp and then ditched the Mannings. It's like, dude, I feel like that's rule number one of being a quarterback is like you just respect the Mannings, right? Like, <laughs> sure. Although I, I think your boy Quinn Ewers uh, has officially beat out Arch Manning at Texas. Yeah, well, um, Arch Manning's <laughs> like he was not going to start. Yeah, he's a true freshman. Yeah, um, but what was I going to say? Uh, I think we could start 
pretty soon. We do have three picks that could be filled. Okay, um, um, where should I there's go? There's no Watson in this draft. Last year's late first, early second clears. I'm just going back to comment. Um, Great comment. <laughs> like, maybe. I don't know. I feel like, can you say truly say that without, like, knowing anything about you know, Josh I, Downs or those guys yet? I'm a 111 merchant. I'll take 111. Okay. <laughs> I was really hoping you wouldn't pick in front of me, so that's good. That's, that's uh, a... so what do we want to do with these last two spots? Anyone in chat have an idea? I mean, we can just auto pick are, them. I feel like it's kind of weird. Are you able to auto pick them, or, or do they just auto pick themselves? That's a great question. I'm not sure. Um, it would be nice if I could plop them in there. We could just put it in whatever the consensus eighty like eighty yeah, pick is there, or just have like chat vote on a player. Oh shit, here we go. We got one more one last spot. Come on, one more person. We text Jake. Can we get Jake in here? <laughs> I don't know if he's free, but <laughs> do we know anyone? Oh, I mean we have friends. Oh, no, did didn't he say it was like a two hour like it should be close to being done? And then he can maybe uh, just do it yeah, on the phone. I'm not gonna bank on Jake. I voting. actually kind of like that idea. Let's just vote the pick. Yeah, vote the pick. All right. The 110 is the third and twenty YouTube chat team pick. All right, here we go. I'm starting <laughs> the draft. Lappy, okay. you're up. Um, okay, I'm gonna try and figure out the commands on the fly if there's ways to like yeah, there might be pause a random this and stuff. There might be a random player going at 110. So if I pause the draft, can y'all still go? I'd assume no. I think so. Let me see. Can you I think can a you... user can still pick? Because ideally I'd just like there to be no timer we can pick. That wasn't an option for the settings. You know, it might have been. I honestly didn't check. Let me see. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Let's do like five. Five or ten minutes, just so that people don't feel rushed. Okay, never mind. Let's get this on the road. All right, first pick, Bryce Young over Bijan. Wow. Is that is that a? I've actually been thinking about this because I really like Bryce Young. Is that too much of a bait? Yeah, yeah. I think you take Bijan and Young look back because I think Bijan's just like they were a generational gets used a lot, thrown around. But I truly think. Bijan is just like a tier above basically anyone else in the running back position as soon as he he steps on the field. Whereas Bryce Young, I think, I've said this before, it's kind of been my talking points. I just think Bryce Young, like he steps on the field, like he's not better than the, the Justin Herberts, Joe Burrows, uh, Lamars and Kyler's of the world, I think. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's, he's elite. So at that point, he, he's going to be further back. I would take Bijan, but I don't think the Bryce Young pick is crazy um, at all. I, I think there's a case for both, but I, I would lean Bijan for the reasons JT said. So for this pick, I'm between Stroud and Richardson. Um, I think those should be three and four. Uh, those two. I'm going to go, which I maybe would be a surprise to JT. Even though I love Anthony Richardson, I think he's the higher ceiling. I'm going to go CJ Stroud. Yeah, um, I think I won with three in our last draft. I picked Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I mean, I those are the two I'm between. Huh? I, obviously, I obviously would rather have Stroud, but 
at the time that's when like it was right after the the combine and yeah and where he's going to turn out and by. so yeah. so if i was in 104 in this situation i would like i said take richardson because he would be next on my board i understand wanted to take someone wanted to take the risk on him uh well i don't even think it's a risk i i understand people wanted more so to wait to see where he ends up going in the draft uh because i saw adam schefter put out that thing like qbs aren't going to go one through four um and i don't really expect that either but i'm interested to see how far some certain guys fall uh, I think they all end up going in the first like 15 picks, but we'll see where. But yeah, I mean, I, I had love Stroud, so I'm going with him. Well, yeah, 104 right now is is kind of the juicer pick because you just get the one who falls. I do have Bryce Young and Bijan in the same tier at the top of the draft. I've been because th- here's the here's the one thing I'm pondering is um in the 2020 draft I was adamant JT over Joe Burrow. And in retrospect, I don't really think you're unhappy either way, but the value pick would have been Joe Burrow. If you could go back and do it again, you're going to pick Joe Burrow. Um, after the first year, I don't know if it would have been, but now, now, yeah, today, now, yeah, yeah. Ultra hindsight. Yeah. Bijan is a better prospect than Jonathan Taylor. And I think you can yeah, make yeah. the argument that Joe Burrow was a better prospect than Bryce Young. Although I, I think it's hard to kind of adamantly state like Joe Burrow was miles ahead. Like, I, don't, I mean, I don't, really I wouldn't say miles ahead, but I like, I don't think it's like arguably like I think it's just I don't know anyone who would make the case for Bryce Young being a better prospect than Joe Burrow. I mm, mm, Joe Burrow had like one of the best QB college. Yeah, games. I know. Listen, I think Joe Burrow is was a better. It's just because, like, by the time the draft came out, all the knocks on Joe Burrow really didn't matter. It was like, yeah, did you see what he just did? And it's like, he's big, he's got a good head on his shoulders, like, he's a leader, this, that, and the other, right? Like, whatever. I still think Bryce Young is fantastic. I do uh, think um, that Bryce Young is, like, a up there with, like, the Kylers and the Joe Burrows, and, like, he is the number one pick to me. He is, but I, I do think the size concerns are legit. Um, and people are going to say, like, Kyler. Kyler's more built than uh, Bryce Young. But these are repeated talking points. I those do like Bryce Young a lot. But I think Joe Burrow is definitely kind of a different tier. I, I find it funny that it's just <laughs> – we've gotten to the point I'm getting shit on for not respecting Anthony Richardson enough and picking Stroud over him. <laughs> I never thought there would be this thing. Yeah, listen, I, I completely changed my tune on him. I'll give you credit. I still credit love him. Anthony Richardson. I think he should be a top five draft pick. I would have zero issue taking him at 103. It was a tough decision between those two. I just – I really like Stroud. I think Richardson is the higher ceiling, but I think Stroud is the higher floor. Yeah, I don't really have any problem with any of the, the picks so far. I've kind of I've just been holding off on my picks so that we could catch up. Yeah, um, a lot of picks, but man. JSN went at five. Don't That's hate it. Good, good value. It's, yeah, I I do think right now, in my opinion, the community might be drinking a Kool Aid on JSN a little bit. I am curious to see what happens in the NFL draft. That being said, I value. I would pick him at five, and I, I like him as a prospect a lot. I'm just. I would not be surprised if Zay Flowers and another receiver go off the board before JSN. I don't think that that's that would be anything crazy in the range of outcomes to happen. It does sound like from like the the problem is I think the the mock drafters, the NFL mock drafters, they kind of are an echo chamber, and it's just everyone's hearing the same things, but who's actually saying the things that they're hearing? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying like, oh, I've got my ear to the ground or whatever, and and they just hear. <laughs> They, they have um their ear to the ground and then um it turns out that it's just an, 
random rumors that one person started and it's not true. Uh, but I haven't seen that the NFL like GMs and whatnot uh, might be lower on JSN than our dynasty community. Yeah, I, I still, I mean, I still think he's my easy wide receiver one. I would have taken him there at five, and then I also agree with the Gibbs pick at six. I think the top six is all correct. Um, who went seventh here? Quentin Johnston. I think that's fine. Yeah, if, you, if, if you're a Quentin Johnston guy, you get him as the wide receiver two at pick seven. He's my wide receiver one. Yeah, getting him at seven. Yeah. I like um, Frank. Is right, he I'm where gonna... is he for you? Is he one, two, or three? Quentin Johnston. I think right yeah. now I'd have him at he. I think I have met three over Josh Downs, but Josh Downs to me is really close to Quentin Johnston. I haven't I have... fully decided which one I have at three and four. I have I have Johnson at three as well. All right, and then the last pick before I'm about to pick was Will Levis. I That's just, what I was going to bring up. Would, you, would, would either of you take Will Levis at seven there? Like, say, I'm, say, I'm he, gets, say he gets guy. the top ten. I know. I mean, none of us really are. But I think the dream Will Levis scenario, like top 10, I think he, the dream scenario for him is going four to the Colts. I think that's where the Colts pick. That's like his, like, oh, like, we, we have, like, such a tie pick. And even then, I still really like Will Levis. I'm so, kind of just out. I've been, I've been warming up on Will Levis a little bit because I think he's a better athlete than I gave him credit for. But I also don't like the fact that I feel like I never really saw anything off platform from Levis, given that that underrated athletic ability, right? Like take Daniel Jones last year, right? Daniel Jones, one of the reasons I, I think that he had a ton of success is that outside of the pocket, off platform, he was much better than any other Daniel Jones that existed throughout his entire career, college and the pros. And that added a huge element to that offense. Like, can Will Levis kind of do something like that? Because I think right now... Would, in the Would you trade 108 for Daniel Jones, though? Like, I wouldn't no. trade 108 for Daniel Jones. No. Oh, so, uh, I think Robin that's his Miller. value, though. Yeah. I think that's his value. I'm I'm about to draft, by the way. So you might I don't know what the okay, deal yeah, is with you, the you next pick. Here. I don't I don't uh, hate that Will Levis at 108 at all. I don't I'm know what's about to happen with this next pick, but I'm drafting here. So I'm, I'm drafting up Robert Miller. Miller. Can you override that? Because now we have Titus Titus Swin going one thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy pick. Oh, now we have Tavian. I think you have to pause it first and then do it. Okay, Tavian Thomas. Change the player. I can just change the player. Okay, okay, okay. All right, chat. Who are we taking at 110, chat? Also wanted to say, JT, I agree with that pick. And Robert Miller, I hope you enjoyed your dark. Yeah, I was between... All right, so if we're we're doing a chat pick here, I was between Addison and Zay Flowers, although Charbonnet was not far behind either of those guys. So Uh, The chat is going to vote on it. If I had a vote, I'd vote Zay Flowers here. Yeah, I I don't know how to make a poll. Or... And just type in chat who you want, and we could go. Would you consider Downs here? Well, Addison's gone. I took Addison P to R. So, um, no, I wouldn't take Downs here. I'd be between Flowers, Charbonnet, and um, who am I missing? Oh no, I was talking about I was picking Addison ahead of those guys. Yeah, I'd be between Flowers and Charbonnet here. I think. Um, Chat. We have two Flowers. No one else. Um. Oh, we have two flowers to one Charbonnet now. I can see the argument for both. I think Addison at 109 is a really good pick. That's a great pick. Yeah, I like I like, I like Charbonnet. I haven't been able to like him as much as everyone else does. 
Char Charbonnet if he gets second round flowers otherwise. I dude, I don't know. I think I might have been wrong about flowers. Everyone seems to love him. And now everyone's saying that flowers might not make it out of like the top 15. Yeah, I don't know about that. Although I, I will say it was I, I I don't know what the maybe I could look this up on like a sports book. I don't know what the betting odds are for like the NFL draft as to what wide receivers are going in the first round. But I just think based on like what happened with free agency where like Juju and Jacoby Myers were the best free agents, um, the players that are coming up that are going to have to get paid soon. Um, Real quick, Tasha and Lapier, you guys serious? I mean, if you are, I listen. <laughs> Hendon Hooker? Hendon <laughs> Hooker. I, I, <laughs> I'm not drafting him here. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> but I, I would take the over on however many receivers. All right, here, look. Yeah, position totals. Total wide receivers drafted in the first round over three and a half is the line at minus one fifteen. I take the over four wide receivers. Is this tight end premium or not? Yes, tight end premium. I think I would take the under. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Luke wants Hooker, but thinks Richardson's out of the league in four years. All right, so I think that the consensus was <laughs> was flowers, flowers with yeah. Charbonnet as a close second. Well, I mean, based on two people in the chat, Hendon Hooker is there as well. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Zay Flowers. So then you're up, Frank. Oh, man. This is this is annoying. This is a tough pick now. Uh, I guess Lappy might take uh, the hooks at 201 then. Well, I'm so guessing Lappy. you're between Charbonnet and Josh Downs. It would be Charbonnet, Downs, A-Chain, Kincaid. Those are the four players that I think are all valid around here. And I, I am going to pick Zach Charbonnet. How do I the line on total quarterbacks drafted in the first round is over four and a half. I'm going to take the under. Just looking at this now. Just solid getting the RB3. And... Uh, at pick 11. I, I don't know. I, I'm close to picking up Josh Downs, though, there. <laughs> Luke in chat said he's going to have – Hendon Hooker is going to have a better career than Anthony Richardson. <laughs> oh Isley says God. holding a clipboard. I think they're both, <laughs> <laughs> they're both going to. Oh, okay. We have Skull taking Dalton Kincaid, our first tight end off the board. Is what it's, Hooker's five years older than Anthony Richardson, I think? Five stretch, but he's older. <laughs> it's, it might be I think, four. I think he's no. I think Hendon Hooker is twenty three or twenty four, and and Anthony Richardson's like barely twenty one. He's heading before. I think Kincaid's a solid oh, pick there at the 25. end of the first. Anthony Richardson age, especially if he gets that draft cap. Oh, it might, it might actually be five years, Linus. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, Anthony Richardson's May twenty. 2020, uh, 2002, which is crazy. That's that's wild that that's going to be an NFL quarterback. Hendon Hooker is January 13th, 1998. So four or five? Four. Four and a half. Four. Yeah. Okay. A little less than four and a half. Um, oh, you were going to go, uh, I don't know how to say his name, Abanaconda or something? Abanaconda. Yeah. Real, um, oh. <laughs> a bad I, I can say it. I can say it. Uh, I'm surprised that Jalen High hasn't been brought up yet at all. Conda, a Banaconda, I think. Have I, you guys I, I like Jalen Hyatt. I have Hyatt 
on my big board i had him right around like pick 15 16 14 i was gonna say i think i'm leaning him here and i'm gonna go with him here um oh we have our second tight end off the board i, with I just washington yeah i just think i would rather take michael mayer for some, over for some reason Hyatt. he was super low in this wide receiver listing here jalen i just was? go down and find oh. him yeah Listen, uh, I can understand why the community isn't huge on Jalen Hyatt, and I don't disagree with a lot of the the metrics that people are pointing at, right? The fact that he kind of just was a deep ball merchant, the fact that that offense was fucking weird and not like an NFL offense, but the fact of the matter is, is that he is just being so crapped on by everyone. That like the middle of the second round is just too far for Jalen Hyatt to fall, especially because I think there's yeah. a damn a damn good chance he can go at the very end of the first round. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll end up being a second round pick, but I thought at first he was a little bit overrated, but then it's just completely flipped so much since the combine that now I think he's become, like you said, like slightly almost underrated. Um, I've seen mocks, I've seen rookie mocks where he's going at the end of the second round. Like that is bonkers to me. Yeah, like, yeah, I think I he'll mean, be a mid second round pick. I, I agree really. the it's fact really that like his film isn't insane. I actually think his film is underrated. And like analytically speaking, he's weird and he matches kind of just a bust profile. He's one of these dudes that is better for NFL teams than fantasy teams. But I do agree with that. He's way too but. slept on. This has been a good draft. Excellent selections. What do you think the best pick was, Skull? 112? <laughs> <laughs> We have three tight ends going in the first 16 picks. I don't know the last time that's happened. Like it. Oh, Our Tash took hooks. Yeah, Tash going hand and hook. I will, I will say he, he would get a bump, right, if he does go in the first round? 100%. There's no but, way he uh, actually goes in the first round. You guys I, actually think he's a legit shot? No, I wouldn't take him in the first round if I'm an NFL team. But I think I he goes in the too. second. I think he goes yeah. in the second. I wouldn't be surprised. He goes late second. It depends, though, because apparently he's been completely knocking out the interviews uh, that that he's been on and that he had a... He's older than these other guys. Okay. Whatever. He's been knocking them out. And that similarly at the Senior Bowl, even though he didn't play, he was talking to a lot of managers and and a lot of the teams, and they apparently liked him there as well. Yeah, quarterback, I'm not nearly concerned about. At the same time, he, he... Played really well last year. I mean, he torched some good defenses. Mm-hmm. I'm cracking up with the with this one comment in the chat. He's older than Lamar. They can negotiate contracts together. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's just that's just an absolutely brutal. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, absolutely brutal. Brandon Weeden walks. So Sean Tucker. Okay, Harden hold on. Ends. We got um, we got Zach Evans, Sean Tucker. Man, the. If, like, if this is a legitimate draft, man, you just have to have some balls to make those picks at this point. Um, I love the Mims pick. Yeah, Marvin. That's no eight. We, the one oh eight drafter is just is that a is that Shredrock? I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing. No, but they've, they've had a good draft. Yeah, that that's just kind of to me been like a value spot, just taking the players mm-hmm. that that kind of fall to them. This is a tough yeah. spot for me now because I really want Sean Tucker or Marvin Mims, and not getting either puts me in a spot where I think I'm gonna go out on a limb here between him and a chain. 
I think I'm gonna go tank. Give me the tank, Bixby. Are we allowed to let me pick a chain, or is the chat gonna pick him? But right before me, can we trade chat? Yeah, wait, wait, chat. Let's let's hear chat out. Who are we picking we at two ten? How about uh? How about Tillman? Or, I would... uh, Mingo. Right, Mingo's been a lot of recently. My John vote. Mingo. My vote for two ten was, I think, a, a chain because that's who I was between. Kendra Miller. Yeah, Kendra. Sorry. Andre Miller plays for the uh Rangers. how about Ty J Spears or maybe uh maybe a tight end? Um what's a tight end? Oh, it's um what's his name from Oregon, right? Uh Oregon State. Roshan. We gotta vote for Roshan. Dontavian Wicks. Dude, we're not drafting Dontavian Wicks here. <laughs> Wait, the Wick. These guys are good. The ordering they have on sleeper is crazy. Yeah, I think it's just a fault in their their system right now. Um, Light the Wick. That's hilarious. All right, we're kind of all over the place at this pick. Kendra Miller, A Chain, Roshan Johnson. Um. Do we have any wide receivers? We want Wicks. <laughs> I think right now the receiver pick would be A.T. Perry, Tillman, Mingo, because Marvin Parker Mims Watson. went. Those are at least the highest guys on my board. I know that um that Nebraska Trey Palmer. I know a lot of people like. I I don't. I just feel like at this at this point, a chain. Remember, goes. I'm guilty of this, but remember when Keishon Butte, Butte was like a. Butte might go here. I think that there would be people uh, that would draft Butte here. I was thinking about Butte in my next for my next third round pick. I probably won't take him, but he came across my mind. All right, so who are we five. putting in here? We've we've had everyone vote for different players, and then Tash and Lappy are. All right, are my votes for my votes for A Chain because kind of like right, yes, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put A Chain <laughs> in here. All right, it's a it's a rigged vote. Um, it's tough for you though because I'm interested to see who you pick here instead I don't know who I'm going to pick here because I would have like this would have been a dream scenario for A-Chain to fall to me at 211 now I'm kind of grumpy Cedric Tillman I think I will take I love this guy (laughs) JSN shouldn't go in the first if he goes to Green Bay Watson's going to take too many targets (laughs) 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 <laughs> i want to pick a guy and just defend him as hard oh my god i might be trey lance trey lance might be my guy for that oh no baker that, I'm, I'm that guy for baker i should go in different youtube chats you were outvoted dontavian wicks is on the board you can scoop him up at 301 that's true he can get him in, in two picks oh man i don't know this is a tough pick i Listen, uh, am I losing Frank here? To me, Spears is right there as well. Who did you say, Spears? Wait, was I lagging? No, you're, you're, you're back. You're lagging for me, but I don't know if it was okay. me or you. Um, any any consideration to Rakeem Jarrett? No, I'm not. I think Rakeem Jarrett probably goes like sixth round to undrafted. Yeah. Um. 
The Levitate is starting to sound like the Rosen over Josh Allen and Haskins slash Drew, Drew Locke over Danny Dimes hate. I will say, I, I think it's more similar to Danny Dimes because a lot of people didn't like the fact that Danny Dimes was just kind of like a pure drop back game quarterback. And like, let's be real here. He did have rushing production, but he it's not pretty. When, when Daniel Jones is carrying the rock, he, it does not look good. <laughs> you know, it, it looks like he's going to fumble every time he touches the ball, but he's like low key, pretty good. It's a tough watch. Um, so I, I can understand it. Um, oh, I'm on the clock, especially in a fantasy draft where it's like, oh. oh, are we gonna draft Danny Dimes at 104? I'm gonna go with I'm leaning Trey Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you're gonna take Tra I think Trey Palmer is a bait right now by the community. I think he's just kind of like a deep ball merchant. And Chris, Chris in chat is giving Luke some platinum level support. Um, looking at these guys. Actually, no, I'm going to go Tajay Spears. I think that's Tajay Spears. Yeah. Look at this little run on running backs. I think Tajay Spears is good value at in, in the early third. Mm -hmm. See, I'm liking this class. I, let's just delete the, the the Wix pick because that's a meme pick. <laughs> Screw you, Labby. No, no, you, you picked Wix. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, where is Dante Wix going in typical ADP? I have no clue. Oh, uh, like undrafted. Where did he go? Virginia Tech? No. Um, um, University of Virginia. Oh, okay, Virginia. Um, dude, he wants he wants wicks. I mean, listen, he's not like completely horrible. He's just not in the third round. Listen, if I'll, I will admit, if if wicks is a good NFL player, you guys have the biggest brain, and I called it, or you called it. Excuse me. No, we'll take crap for it. I am we sleeping. Tillman there. At I like that pick a lot, Cedric Tillman. I think he's a guy that's being slept on just a smidge, not a ton. It's just weird because he was hurt. Uh, I think the past two years he got hurt. But when he played, he played very well. Definitely more of a like prototypical receiver than, than Hyatt was as well. Yeah. All right, Tash, where are you going here? He's much better than you're giving credit for. I, I don't buy that. <laughs> Tasha, what do you think about his game? Uh, what were your thoughts on uh, watching the film? <laughs> you watched quick. Jake Hayner? Yikes. <laughs> What's your pro, who's your pro comp for Wix? I do like Hayner, though. Hayner's a good little player. He's just like Randy Moss, Jerry Rice. That's the pro comp. He's got great hands. <laughs> Tash stopped knowing the prospects after pick two. Other, I think he stopped knowing them after pick one of three. I think you're giving him too much credit. <laughs> All right, I last last time I was in the spot, two two players got picked right ahead of me that I really liked. Right now, I have two players that I think I really like in this third round. Um, so hopefully. 
Hopefully they don't get stolen. Oh, we had another we had another quarterback go. Yeah, yeah, Jay Kaner out of Fresno. He's a fun player to watch. It's just like it's hard to judge him. I remember staying up late watching some of those Fresno games. I mean, the defense, the quality of defense wasn't great. Right. I like Hayner. I think he's a good little player, but I, it's just like oh, his pro comp is freaking Taylor Heineke. <laughs> well, I don't want to freaking draft Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke never works out. Like, no one drafted Taylor Heineke. That's why Taylor Heineke's Taylor Heineke. Stetson Bennett. I think it's similar to where, like, what? When people try to go chasing the receiving backs, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to draft uh, this random fifth-round pick receiving back because my pro comp for him is Tariq Cohen. It's like, dude, the chances of that working out are so slim. You're probably yeah. you're usually just lighting picks on fire. When we At think least about with the QB, benefit. you have the huge yeah. upside that if he somehow improves and wins the starting job. Because I saw... It was Lappy, I think. It was the dude who's picking first. He did this strategy, and, and was it the second, third, and 20 league he did this? Where he just drafted a crap ton of um of of QBs at the end of the draft and in in, in free agency. And he hit on Purdy because it was one of them. He should <laughs> his entire taxi squad was backup rookie QBs. That was a good chat. <laughs> real, real, real quick, the chat's been hilarious right now. Ash's pro comp for, <laughs> for Wix is LeBron James. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, um, wait. And then uh, Bennett's a winner, boys. These guys find their way onto the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're getting off the rails with some of these. But I'm going to be honest. You guys might hate this pick. I love this pick right here. I'm taking... Xavier, Xavier Hutchinson. Hutchinson. He, I, I'm looking at his stats. This was a putrid Iowa State offense. I remember they played Iowa, and I want to look up the score. I think this it was like, what was it, six three, something like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> for, um, I'm pulling it up right now, so for accuracy. But I'm going to tell you guys the the distribution of targets for the Iowa State football uh, game. And it was 10-7. Iowa State won 10-7. But in the 2022 season, Xavier Hutchinson had 107 catches. It's not giving me targets right now, actually. Holy he had, crap. He had 107 catches. The next highest receiver, wide receiver, had 32. Now, wow. Jalen Noel, the running back, did have 61 catches, but those were obviously dumps and whatever but he had 107 catches last year people are sleeping on xavier hutchinson yeah that's absurd like i guess for reference right a guy like josh downs in a high-powered north carolina offense i think had 94 catches mm -hmm. which is also a crap ton like <laughs> yeah. yeah um can i do i don't have targets on this trey palmer falling to the fourth round all right who are we thinking here chat who do we want anyone got any ideas Who'd you guys uh, vote? I'm surprised Jonathan Mingo, with all the hype I've been seeing him get on Twitter yeah, today, has lasted this long. I, I, I like Mingo. I watched his film the other day. I'm kind of a Mingo truther. Um, all right. Players I'm looking at here. I don't hate Deuce Vaughn. Oh, Deuce Vaughn? I don't hate him. He's small, like super small. But... At this point, we're looking for players to get on the field. I'm um, I'm good on passing. What about Perry? 
Mo Ibrahim for running back. I'm just going position group by position group. For Mo me. Ibrahim is interesting. Same thing with Chris Rodriguez. To me, it's like, I don't think the NFL is going to respect them, but I, I feel like they're just good players. <laughs> Rashi Rice, that's an interesting one. Yeah, I remember him getting a bunch of hype, Rashi Rice. <laughs> Christian Watson killing it next year requires no hope, just patience. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think Christian Watson. I love this guy. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Not mentioned anything. You are not sniping me. Well, who the hell do you want yeah. here, Skull? Oh, you want Musgrave, don't you, Skull? Oh, Musgrave would be. Very, I forgot about. Now, I'm sure Sam Laporta is probably up there too. Then, now that right. I um, Trey Palmer. Did Cedric Tillman go yet? Tillman did go. Yes. Okay. All right, we can take. Tra- that's the first non-meme suggestion in the, in a while for me. I like guys. the Drake I had the worst trap. Okay. Wait, that, oh yeah, you did go. Yeah, there's Cedric Tillman. Fine. Which of my picks did uh, Lappy? Which of my picks did you like the least? Uh, where's is oh I'm in running backs. That's why. I was say where the hell is Mingo? I'm taking Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss. Uh, So interesting thing about Mingo, he's one of those dudes that probably projects to be more of a slot receiver at the next level, but I like the fact that he can – I think he can play both outside and in the slot, which to me in the NFL these days is like exactly where you want to be. He's athletic as fuck, and I just think he's a good football player. The stats just don't really show to me – how good he he can be and how and how good he was on on film so i'll take him in the late third <laughs> Happy. i, I, I want to hear what's getting roasted in chat what uh tash where did tajay spears go to school yeah luke musgrave was a good pick there yeah good pick musgrave that that's a that's a fantastic pick at the end of the third to be honest i think where's where is he on my big board He's probably a second round to, uh, I have I have Musgrave three oh one on my big board right now. Did Laporta just go? I see like the orange of the tight end. I'm not in the no, no no Luke Musgrave went. No, but I'm looking at oh it might just be that he's highlighted in chat at four. Oh yeah. Oh wait, yeah. I guess we I mean we can keep going if you guys want. I just kind of planned on doing three rounds. Yeah, I mean, I think there might be more shenanigans if we go into the fourth Yeah, round. I was going to say. Okay, the actual picks. So we'll end the draft here. Thank you guys so much for, for participating. Yeah, participating. no, that was fun. That was great. Um, definitely got some different results than if we were to just do the the three of us. One more round. Okay, how do I start this back up? Okay, I don't know how to start it back up. I think I may have just killed uh, it. Yeah, you just completed it. Oh, you just uh, completed it. We could talk about real quick about players that we'd want to take in this fourth round. Yeah. Yeah. Skull, sure. Skull, who are you looking for in the fourth? Um, as I'm looking at different ones. So, I, okay, I'm just going to start lifting off, listing off some players that I probably would okay. have being drafted. Okay. Um, First and foremost, A.T. Perry, I think, is someone that I would take before the fourth round. 
Um, Dwayne McBride is someone that I would probably consider drafting before. And same thing with Eric Gray. I think those are two players that can, I think pre-draft I would have right at the end of the third, if not, if not before the fourth. Um, Skull, I would, I would have taken Laporta if he fell to me. I agree with that one. And the last one I would probably heavily consider would be um, Parker Washington, but I feel like Parker Washington's stock has just been dropping and dropping and dropping. He went 307. Oh, he did? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, okay, he's in there. (laughs) My Um, bad. Rishi Rice didn't go, right? Oh, yeah, Rashi Rice. Yeah, I I would have him in there as well. So, Why is Sam Laporta so high? I keep saying his name. I see some people on Twitter. He's super athletic. I think so. And I, I assume he had a good target share because Iowa's offense probably got like four yards and he at least got like one of them. Yeah, that's kind of the uh the uh trap I fell into with Charlie Kohler, which hasn't uh panned out yet. Well he was also hurt last year too. Yeah, he, he was hurt really... for the beginning. He wasn't hurt all year though. He came back like midway. So I will say um, if we were to start drafting into the fourth round, there's two tight ends that I think are very interesting. There's this one guy, one guy Zach Kuntz, I think, out of Old Dominion yeah, Skull, or something. Skull, yeah, Gold sprung up, yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, he's definitely a really interesting player, and I think that he's he's the type of dude in the fourth round I'd like to get uh, my hands on a share of. And um, there's a, another tight end that played for the, I think, the Jackrabbits, South Dakota State. Who is uh, pretty darn good? I think he's a dude that's going to go earlier in the draft than people expect. <laughs> what, what about the guy from uh, Alabama, um, Cameron Latu? Latu. The chat has been so fucking funny this episode. <laughs> and Hooker is the Tom Brady of rookies, old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, what about no, you guys? Who are, who are some guys that you would be considering here at the end of the draft? Um, I think I brought some up with Rice. Um, who I just mentioned, fourth round might be a stretch. Cameron Latu, Latu. I don't know how to say his last name. The Alabama tight end. Mm-hmm. I think he's a solid pick here. Um, I'm scrolling down the board a little bit, looking around. Evan Hall. Uh, I probably wouldn't get him. Um, what about... Did I think Jayden there's a lot Reed of running backs. Did Jaden Reed go? Oh, yeah, Jaden Reed. Yeah, that's a good shout. The Michigan State wide receiver. Yeah, I was watching no, a little bit um, of him today. Oh, yeah, he is Michigan State. I, I he think he's a pretty solid Washington player. State. Yeah. Um, Jaden Reed. I'm trying to check, check. Did Mo Ibrahim go in our draft? I can't. Uh, no. I'm looking at Yeah. I consider him in the fourth round. Luca and I, I don't know. I That's like uh, do play at like Princeton or something. He's 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 like the uh, there's one every season. Um, just the super athletic like six four Randy Moss of like D two football. Luke's saying Mo is UDFA, but like at this point, I I think he gets drafted in the NFL, and I'm I'm going to take those running backs that I think can get on the field. So he had the Achilles injury, right? Yeah, two two years ago though. That's yeah, it's interesting because I he is a tough. player that I do like, and another guy like Chris Rodriguez. I don't think he's going to be a good running back necessarily, but he's a dude that I feel like when if he's the RB three on a team and the starter gets hurt, 
he's the type of guy that that I would just give carries to because he's just kind of a force to be reckoned with. Hmm. Um. Now, what about what about Kayshawn Butte? Let's let's start talking about the actual players that were drafted. Three hundred two. Is that what do you think about that pick? So <laughs> I wouldn't take him that high. I think there was I don't know. There was a point like I know he had a super disappointing season, obviously, and I think. That I mean, clearly, and as it should have hurt his stock a ton, but it was just like to do that and then test as bad as he did. Like yeah, my, I feel like a lot of people were banking on him to at least like have some decent measurables and do like at least solid. Like he was terrible at the combine. My my problem is, and this could fall in the same area with Justin Ross, right? And I could spin the narrative about both of them, where it's just super productive, very good early on. Got hampered by injuries. Justin Ross's uh, appears to be more serious, but who knows the full extent to Kayshawn's because it was once he hurt that foot slash ankle, he just hasn't really been the same since. I could spin it to they can come back and be uh, like at full health, be those kind of dominant players again. At the price of a 301, is that where I'm buying in? No, 302. It's close. It's close because, like, if I'm comparing him to like a player that kind of like in Cedric Tillman or Parker Washington, I think I just might rather bet on the safe bets. But he's that guy where you're taking the the lottery ticket there because if he is healthy and he is like back to his his prior form, like he can be a very good wide receiver in the NFL. He could be a very good wide receiver. It's just the gamble of if he's going to return to that form, which I think is obviously um, based on where he's getting going, where he's been going, people are betting on that that's not likely to happen. So I, I think the tough thing that I find with with Butte is that generally speaking, when you have a receiver that that is that unathletic, let's say, I don't think that's the right way to put it, but he tested like dog shit. Terribly. Right? I need I I am willing to disregard that if you have a certain level of production, especially when you play at a good school. Don't care. <clears throat> I feel like Butte is like right on that line because obviously his freshman season and, and did he got hurt his sophomore year, right? Or did he play sophomore? He, year? he, he put he pushed Terrace Marshall to the bench or not to the bench, but he he. He pushed Terrace Marshall to where he was the more dominant wide receiver for LSU in his sophomore year, but then got hurt, which led Terrace Marshall to having a more successful season. Nonetheless, first two years of his career, Butte was phenomenal and then kind of just fell off. I I just don't know how to value that in relation to this because I'm not that production is it's good, especially because those early years are data analytically speaking better than the later year production. Mm-hmm. but it's just not to me good enough especially when you hear about the off the field issues potentially right because like the classic yeah. dude if we're hearing about them way before the nfl draft right like yeah. these colleges are professionals in hiding this shit this is what they do <laughs> i'm not even joking this is what they do and we're hearing about it way before the, the, these players reach it. That, that's never good. That's never good. I think it's just too Mox. risky for me. It's just too risky. Uh, real quick to adjust the draft, like mocks with landing spots. We'll do more mock drafts after the NFL draft once we see where everyone goes. 
don't worry we'll be doing them we'll have multiple up until like through uh the summer and after the draft um next week we're going to be doing the big boards as well which is interesting so do you mean like taking a like a mock draft or, or assuming landing spots or because we i remember we did that way back when uh like what two years ago yeah that was pretty interesting yeah maybe we should do should do one of those or we should have done the, one of those. so our next episode's still before the nfl draft right yeah yep. it's yeah. two be two days before if we yeah. do it on tuesday Hayner's going to be solid. Dude, I just, I'm not betting on Hayner. I really don't want, especially at that pick. If you're picking him up in the fourth, fine. Like, fourths are fourths. But in the third, it's just too rich. Um, Watson is equal, Christian Watson equals Moss. I see this, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think that's how you say it. Is more like Valdez Scantling. Um, yeah, I mean, if if you do pick him up in the fourth and his career arc is MVS, that's a good pick. That's a yeah. good pick. Yeah, because we traded MVS for a second, if I remember correctly, right? Uh, we got lucky. Mass offer strat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That, honestly, this is basically all I've got. I mean, we could talk about, if you guys wanted to really quickly, um, like positioning around the draft if you were you know where do you think that the stronger spots to draft are outside of like obviously the top four i think 108 cut off i I, say 106 i think the drop off happens after 106 i'm sticking with my 108 for right now then after 108 i think you could group so i'm moving addison up in this instance right i'm putting addison at that 108 and then after those guys, I think the next cutoff is probably 202. I would say uh, you might be able to fit Meyer in there. So maybe 204. I think there's a clear tier break there. So so from obviously 101 to 104, I think is probably going to stay stagnant. 105 to 108, you're probably going to have that same group of guys. And then from there, 109 to 204, I think you might just have a big jumble. So I think 205 is another big tier break there. Um, just depends on kind of draft capital with the likes of Sean Tucker and, and Marvin Mims. I also think that there's a good chance we see guys like the Mingos and the Tillmans potentially increase their draft stock a lot if they well, that, go that's... in the second round or the early third. We're going to have the the Vilas Joneses of the world, the 2-2 Atwells, uh, Dwayne McBrides that just – Taekwon Thornton's that we just don't see coming. And then all of a sudden now they're a day two pick. Um, they are going to muddy up and murky the board. Uh, so this will be very interesting to look at just a week and a half from now. Yeah. I, I just think what's tough for me right now is that. Um... Tucker pro day next week, chances he makes a big jump after. I mean, I just need him to test. <laughs> like just have, just have like, be slightly slightly above average athletic, and I think you get day two draft capital for Sean Tucker. Just put up put up the numbers you tweeted out, and <laughs> yeah, then you're chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's basically all I've got. Um, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys for whoever participated in the mock draft. Um, draft week next week. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we got draft week next yeah, week, so we're gonna. 
we're going to be live on Tuesday. We're going to be live on on Thursday, Friday. Saturday. Real quick, why is improvement projected for every QB that gets a weapon except dimes? If he gets half a decent guy, he doesn't repeat top ten. I'm just saying he had he had his best season and he still wasn't twenty point per game player. So like, even if he improves more at the price that he's currently valued, I just don't think like that's like I think he's valued to get to to improve currently because people wouldn't be buying that him that high if they don't think he's a twenty point per per game player. Yeah, I think I'm with JT there. It, it's not that. I don't really think Danny Dimes is bad. I just believe that you're investing more in a Derek Carr than you are a guy who's going to transcend and, like JT said, be one of those top-end players. Waller could be a big help to Dimes. Going to have to agree. I don't know. I honestly think that Waller move is bait. I don't know. I I think Waller's going to have an average season at best. He has to stay healthy. Which I listen. I I have him on one of my most contendy rosters, so I hope I'm wrong because that would be really nice. But I, I I'm gonna have to see it to believe it with Waller, right? Like the fact of the matter is, I don't understand why Waller's outlook is so much more positive than it was <laughs> anywhere else. Like well, I don't really think this landing spot with New York is that astronomically good. I mean. With Devontae Adams joining the Raiders, he's the clear alpha of that offense. Like you're gonna have the target strong. Yeah, but I don't I don't care though, because I think it's fine. I'd rather have my offense be good than you be the the clear top guy on a shit offense. Because the only time but, that, but, that that player has success, the clear top guy in a shit offense, is when they are Devontae Adams. Like flip side though, like say Devontae Adams goes to the Ravens instead of the, the Raiders, you don't think Mark Andrews takes a hit there? No, not my really? valuation. I don't care. If we're we're talking about highly valued assets, I, I guess Darren Waller is not a high highly valued asset. But not like anymore, in that no. situation, we are talking about high value assets. If some if someone coming in affects your price that much or your output that much, then you probably shouldn't have been priced that high to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, Giants should draft a receiver, but okay. I think um, Waller's price is fine, though. If if like, I really don't think Waller's overpriced. I'm just not as optimistic as everyone else is that Waller's going to be the stud muffin McGee for the Giants. I just need to stay healthy. <laughs> Been injured the past two years. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Outro once again. Whatever I said two <laughs> minutes ago. Put it now. Peace out. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone. See you.